Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on demand sports.network and we go live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Twitch, TikTok and also Threads, Sam, uh, for more oh. Titans content because you gotta get those threads loaded uh, here. As Zach talked about that yesterday, but uh, gotta thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you guys, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, the Bone and Joint TN.org is where to go uh, for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, that's at FBHP.com slash ATOZ for your health coverage. The Aura app, keeping you safe online with a two-week free trial by using our link, Aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer in the Nashville area with three great locations in Murfreesboro, Franklin, and in Columbia online. KrebsKubota.com is where to go. So, uh, Zach, one day in, back out. He's flying to Dallas for some more uh, business. And uh, Andrew Andre says, dang, Zach already take the day off. And then somebody also, Nate's burner, he's joking. He says, I'm confused to what exactly Zach contributes to the company. Dude is always on holidays. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, I, I think, uh, look for the guys that have watched, for the people that have watched us for several years, knowing that, you know, A to Z means Austin and Zach originally, but it's way beyond that now. And so the only content that I produce, the only content that Zach produces is this show. We've, we got other stuff to do. Uh, and we have, uh, saying we're approaching that number 50 of 50 employees. Uh, which oh wow is, is a lot of work yeah and Sandman even realized that there's just uh, other things that are to be done business wise which is why Zach spent the whole week last week in Canada and then he comes in for a day he talks about DeAndre Hopkins now he's going out to Dallas to get some football season stuff set up for that so there you go uh, that's so that's why Zach was one show in one show out yeah no I mean I'm not sure I knew the number but that does not surprise me I mean I I feel like I hear about new hire it's like every other week here that there's some new big project some new big hire working on and, and that's you and zach at all times man just grinding behind the scenes it's no wonder he's traveling all the time so yeah i mean he's always hustling and bustling to try and make that stuff happen make it go a little smoother yep that's that's how it's set up so all right guys let's get to the the topic at hand sam we talked a lot yesterday about the derrick henry um, conversation about the running backs. I think that's a fascinating one. And I want to revisit that once we have less uh, heated DeAndre Hopkins, time-sensitive DeAndre Hopkins reaction here. Uh, but we're going to kick this thing off by, you know, kind of discussing the national take. And before we go into the Michael Lombardi video that we're going to play, Sam, from your perspective, what have you seen be the overarching narrative and reaction to the Titans getting set to sign DeAndre Hopkins from the national media. Yeah, it's really interesting because I don't think Titans fans are very split on this. I think Titans fans understand their football team. They understand the roster. They understand, you know, the complaints that they had throughout the entire offseason, whether that be early free agency or the draft. Uh, and they know the need that the Titans had at the receiver position. But I've been very surprised to see the reaction from national media, which I think has been 
more polarizing. Like I've seen the word polarizing used to label the DeAndre Hopkins signing quite a few times now with maybe some people thinking they overpaid, maybe some people not loving the contract value or his age. And as we'll talk about today, people very oddly relating it back to the A.J. Brown situation and using that as a way of critiquing the Titans. So it, I never really would have thought that signing DeAndre Hopkins was a polarizing issue for the Titans, given what we knew about their needs and their roster. But that has been what I've seen nationally. And, and I don't know how much of that is not being as familiar with the breakdown of the Titans roster, but like, I feel like it has been a national storyline. The Titans wide receiving core, like the lack of weapons in the wide receiver room, I felt like was pretty well known. So it has surprised me to see people going one way or the other. I'm P I've seen people that love it. I've seen people that don't love it for the Titans. Yeah. I, I feel like the Titans offense the last two years has been the national punching bag. Um, of you know, for media, it's like, oh my gosh, like Warren Sharp's like, I think Todd Downing's a double agent because he's so bad, right? Yeah. Like, there's so many comments that you see of people just taking pot shots uh, at the Titans' offensive philosophy. Oh, they're stuck in the '90s. Oh, they don't have anybody. They got rid of AJ Brown. They don't care about you know the new age of football. We watched we like this. Sorry to cut you no, off here, yeah. but like the perfect embodiment of this to me is the Thursday night football game in Green Bay where I, something didn't sit right with me about watching a Titans team outplay the NFC contending Green Bay Packers on their home field, improved to 7-3 and three at the time with how well Ryan Tannehill played in that game to see Traylon Burks beginning to emerge. And it was his first 100-yard game in the NFL. And you've got Richard Sherman on the field after the game talking about how well, they didn't throw the ball to A.J. Brown today because he's not on their team. And, and that's like where we're choosing to like have our discussions about the Titans last year was, yeah, they were great and all. They have a rookie wide receiver that went for 120. They just beat the Packers on the road in prime time. But what about A.J. Brown? Like, which was just mind boggling to me. Yeah. Like it, it felt like we are never going to let this thing die and move on with who's actually on the roster. And that's where we're at today. Again, even with the, the Titans signing Deandre Hopkins. So, yeah. yeah. And we got people in the chat saying that, yeah, they, they, they do buy that Todd Downing was a double agent. And the, my whole point of the, you know, taking the, the pot shots and being the national punching bag from the Titans offense is that you would think, when the Titans go out and sign a three-time all-pro receiver who is still very productive and was highly productive in the time that he played with one of the worst offenses in the NFL last year, you would think that would get a, okay, now they're doing it better. Like, right? Like you would think it would come with some praise of this offense is not serious about growing and developing in the modern age. And then they sign a receiver. Now it's like, wow, well, you still didn't do it with AJ Brown. So that's what we're going to get to here. I'm going to play this from Michael Lombardi. And then we're going to react to it because, again, the Titans just signed one of the most productive receivers in the NFL over the last decade or less, uh, eight years or so. And it's still about, oh, A.J. Brown. Here's Michael Lombardi on the GM Shuffle podcast. By being so, you know, reticent about not bringing A.J. Brown back at 25 years old, now they're forced to sign a 31-year-old who's kind of towards the end of his career, who doesn't have the same 
burst or a big playability that Brown had. And it really looks like it solved the problem. But to me, it, it just amplifies the, the situation when you don't do something and you think you have the solution, you make the problem worse. Yeah, I don't think anyone would argue that A.J. Brown is a better player in 2023 than John DeAndre Hopkins. However, I guess my only pushback with that would be that Hopkins comes at a much cheaper price, doesn't he? I mean, like Hopkins is still getting decent money, nah, well, but A.J. Brown's at $100 million or whatever over five years. Well, he got $100 million over five years, but if you look at the first two years of the contract, if you look at the payout, the first two years of the contract is, is $32 million in cash. Now, he's got more guarantees, but he's younger. So when you're doing yeah. guarantees, you're saying, how long can he go? So this deal is reported to be $26 million over two. So for $6 million more cash, you could have had A.J. Brown, plus you would have had more guarantees. I'm not sure that's a, that's a, that's a, a bad deal. Like, I, don't think he, I think to me this is a, a deal in the sense I'll push back to your pushback. Like, who are they competing against at these numbers? New England was no way going to be at this number. Um, Kansas City wasn't going to be at this number. They were competing yeah. against desperation. They were competing against their depth chart. They were competing against they don't have a receiver. That's who they were competing against. Michael Lombardi uh, with Ooh. his guy Femi there on the GM Shuffle podcast. So there's a lot to get to, Sam, about that. So we're going to have some initial reaction uh, from what Michael Lombardi said about the A.J. Brown, DeAndre Hopkins situation. Uh, and then we've got questions to ask you guys to get you guys more involved uh, with the chat. But first, let me tell you guys about the Aura app. Aura can keep you safe online, and they've done it for me for the last three months now. I've been with Aura for uh, three-plus months since I signed up in April, and they found 30 data brokers were sharing my information to robocallers, telemarketers, junk mailers, spammers, and they automatically submitted me out of those on my behalf, and now I get a lot less of all of those things that are an inconvenience to my day-to-day. -day. And Aura is very easy to use. It takes two or three minutes to sign up. They also have password uh, manager and protector. So you'll get a notification that says, hey, your password might have been leaked in a data breach. And then you just go change your password for whatever that is. It's super convenient. So you don't have to find out the hard way. Aura is all about keeping you safe online. And if you use our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, you get a two-week free trial with Aura, one of our great sponsors. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial, keeping you safe online. And once again, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Uh, use the bonus code on your screen. It's A-T-O-Z Sports on the BetMGM app. And get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. Place that first wager. We've got Major League Baseball is back after the All-Star break. That's going on. We are less than three weeks away from having preseason action. So, like, the NFL preseason, will, there will be a game played within three weeks of today. So, that's weird and exciting at the same time. Oh, yeah. Get your bets in with BetMGM. Uh, make sure that first wager is going on with the king of sportsbooks. That's BetMGM.com. All right, so Sam, we just played the Michael Lombardi video uh, talking about how in his and he went even deeper into this analogy by basically saying the Titans signing DeAndre Hopkins is like the three stooges who are now sinking their boat because the three stooges are in the boat. A fish jumps in the boat. Curly, instead of just trying to get the fish out of the boat, tries to kill the fish with an axe, hits the axe with the boat. Now there's a hole in the water. 
And instead of trying to get the water out of uh, the boat with that one hole, he creates another hole by ma- making it worse and the boat sinks. Like that was Michael Lombardi saying the Titans are the three stooges because of what they did with AJ Brown and Deandre Hopkins, which I think is beyond offensive <laughs> to talk about an NFL franchise. And, and we'll get to the fair or foul about this in a second, but Sam, your initial reaction on what he's saying about the AJ Brown contract and to go deeper on this, AJ got a four year extension worth a hundred million dollars, which that means the Eagles got him for five years because they got the last year of his rookie contract. They paid him $24 million last year because of a signing bonus and AJ in the first three years with the Eagles, including last year gets $57 million over those three years and then has another like 40 uh, or so at the end of that contract in the last couple uh, of years there too. And so that it's not the same. It's two years, 26 up to 32. And if DeAndre earns the other six, then that's probably a good thing for the Titans. And we'll talk about that in a different show, but AJ three years, 57 with 40 more to go is not the same as two years and 26. Yeah, so I think it's you said it was offensive to the Titans. I think that's wildly offensive to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, this is a five-time Pro Bowler, a three-time All-Pro, a guy who was on pace for 1,400 receiving yards and over 100 catches last season with Colt McCoy and Trace McSorley throwing him the ball. It's a guy who's really only missed significant time with an injury once over his NFL career that has now spanned nearly a decade uh, he was top seven in yards per game last year, was top mm-hmm. three in receptions per game last year, was top five in receptions above expected last year. Every advanced metric loves DeAndre Hopkins. He probably has the best hands in football. He is as reliable of a pass catcher as it gets. So you can make your comments about big playability and explosion down the field all you want. If you're Michael Lombardi, you're disrespecting a future hall of famer. In my opinion, I don't like, this is not 35 year old Andre Johnson or 35 year old Julio Jones. This is a guy who is still very, very good. So is he the player AJ is right now? No, probably not, but this is not the three stooges. This is the Titans lost John Robinson lost a massive, massive fish. You replace the captain and he caught one that's, oh, maybe like an inch less big, maybe weighs a pound less, uh, but he got a fish in the boat regardless and people are going to get fed. So I, I think this is a terrible analogy. I, I don't understand the need to compare Hopkins contract to AJ Brown's contract when I think they're different players in different stages of the, their career that do things differently. Um, I can get more into what I mean by that after yeah. our question here. Cause I just, For I have sure. a lot of thoughts on this. Yeah. Yeah. And so to go off of what you're saying with, um, with uh, you know, the, he's not Julio, he's not Andre Johnson. Robert says um, uh, Julio was 32 at the time of the trade, not 35, but Julio. And, and I said this, uh, you know, I've been saying this all off season since Deandre Hopkins was a, a legitimate option for the Titans before he got cut, even when it was just a trade conversation. Julio Jones is the basketball player that plays above the rim. He's yeah, the guy who makes 35. He makes his living by getting to the rim, 
getting in the lane, taking it. He's Derek. I mean, I'm not saying he's Derek Rose, but like Derek Rose was get to the rim and get to the basket as a finesse player. Derek that's Rose actually, was, that's not a bad comparison. Though. But I think like, Julio lasted longer than Derek Rose. Right. I but, but I mean, like, I think if I'll, you're doing analogies yes, here, Derek Rose, I, I should know, right? But uh, Derek yeah. Rose, once his knees stopped being his friend, lost a lot of what made him special. And yes. he, Julio Jones, when he lost his ability to go get a jump ball, when he lost some of his physicality because his body was breaking down, lost what separated him and made him special as an NFL wide receiver. So, so here, here's, here's my comparison. Cause I love basketball to football comparisons. I, I think you can compare a lot of things in life to basketball. It just works. Mm. Uh, if, if you know basketball. So if, if Julio Jones is Derek Rose, was an MVP, had MVP capabilities, but his style of play and his reliance on his athletic gifts ended his, longer shelf life opportunity of being elite where Deandre Hopkins. How about this? How about I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to Detroit basketball. Deandre Hopkins is rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton was a freaking stud rip Hamilton in the, look, he's better than rip Hamilton, but but with the style, (laughs) hold on the style, the style of rip Hamilton. He was never above the rim. He was never out there making highlight plays. Rip Hamilton just never stopped running. He ran out. He created separation with his mind, his quickness, his craft, and he knocked down jumpers. It didn't matter if your hand was in his face, if he was open because he beat you off of a screen. Rip Hamilton was dropping 25 a night because he was better than you at, at getting open and knocking down shots. DeAndre Hopkins is never a burner. I don't even know what his 40 time was coming out of Clemson. It wasn't that fast. He was always about being able to get open, catch the football, and make you look silly because you could be right there in his hip and he's still going to go up over you and snatch it with one hand and score a touchdown. Like, so he's better than Rip Hamilton, but, and I think Julio is better than Derrick Rose, but I think the style of it is, is where I'm at here. Yeah, I was going for like a more modern thing. I was thinking Kyrie Irving was my like D hop thing. I will I never compare anybody to Kyrie Irving unless they're also a flat earther. I just think that is also disrespectful and can be taken too much. Uh, fair. Uh, uh, I don't know. Kyrie's the kind of guy. It's similar to what you said, though. Kind of like he that he's never above the rim. He finds a way to create separation. He can finish through absolutely any contact or defense necessary, and that is a timeless craft. It's okay. Like, has- and, and so Chris says that D Hop had a four four one forty in twenty thirteen. That's pretty quick. I did not realize that. I thought he was. I thought he was more five four five plus. I don't think he plays at four four though. No, like that's so, like. I- I also kind of thought of, and I think this is a little too aggressive of the Kobe comparison for D hop because he was never the elite athlete that Kobe was when he was rocking the Jersey number eight, but I'm talking about 24 Jersey number Kobe when he's more, out there he's more efficient than 24 Jersey Kobe though. Yeah. He's yeah. But reliable. I'm talking about, but I'm, it's, it's the progression of your game. It's knowing how to mature as a basketball player, as you get into your thirties and evolve into I'm like, how do you win? I'm not trying to go down there and jump over the 20 year old uh, power forward. I'm just trying to hit my 15 foot jumper. You can't stop it. And I can hit it all day long because I'm better than you. And I prepare more. That is where DeAndre Hopkins is. He's, it's how can you play smart and be able to, you know, make your career longer because of your style. That is my, that's the, the comparison I like to make. Yeah, he's a different player than AJ. He yeah. he's a, a a 
wildly different player than AJ. AJ is your big play guy. He's your contested catch down the field guy. He's the guy you go to to score touchdowns and, you know, beat his guy deep to really turn a drive into a scoring drive immediately. DeAndre Hopkins is more of your down for down reliable receiver. So, I mean, that was another thing I had written down as a criticism from Lombardi that I just didn't, I I didn't find fair to say, well, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have the same burst or big play. do like yeah I think there's only two or three wide receivers in the NFL that are better deep threats than AJ Brown right now so like and I also am not sure that's what the Titans need I'm not sure they need a go a guy to go and catch a jump ball I think Traylon Burks could be that and I think he fits more into the mold of what AJ Brown was for the Titans I think is what Traylon Burks could be in the future I think DeAndre Hopkins is the vision the Titans saw in Robert Woods times five, like, and he's a a far more reliable version of that. And with a quarterback like Ryan Tannehill, I think that's really, really valuable. Yeah. We're getting some really good uh, DeAndre Hopkins, NBA uh, comparisons. DeMarco says Ray Allen. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense too. Ray Allen uh, is legit. Um, You know, I don't think Scotty Pippen will is D hop because Scotty Pippen was a physical freak and, and D hop is, a freak, but in a different way uh, where, you know, th- the best thing about DeAndre Hopkins is that his game does mature better with his age rather than Julio's game who did not. It was a, it was a, once Julio lost a step, he gained separation because he was a physical beast. DeAndre Hopkins gained separation because he is never had to be the reliant on his his actual athletic ability so all right let's get to our actual question i'm going to play the michael lombardi uh clip again here but the the question we're going to ask sam to everybody is fair or foul deandre hopkins to the titans makes the aj brown fallout worse because that's kind of what what lombardi is saying fair or foul deandre hopkins to the titans makes the aj brown fallout worse but first tell us all about the bone and joint institute the Bone and Joint Institute are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. They're located out in Franklin, and they have the state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist in your recovery. It's really as good as it gets at the Bone and Joint Institute, uh, and their facility is you know, second to none. It's all under one roof for maximum convenience, no worrying about driving everywhere, trying to get to your appointment. You can just go out to Franklin. It's all in the same spot, clinic, imaging, rehab, surgery, testing, all there. So go out to Franklin uh, as reliable and as steady of care as it gets from the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Schedule an appointment. It's boneandjointtn.org. Also with BetMGM, you can always win big with our first bet offer, signing up with BetMGM with our code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. When you first download and sign up that that BetMGM app, because you get a great first bet offer that can get you up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So that's a big deal right there to take advantage of. I'll also tell you on Friday uh, that their refer a friend invitation offer just got a lot, lot better. And so I'll tell you that on Friday with BetMGM, because if you're already with BetMGM, I'm going to 
give I'm, I can get you up to like two thousand dollars in bonus bets. I'll tell you that on Friday. So now that's cool, right? So yeah, that's legit right that, there. You've got my interest. Yeah, in I've got one. your interest now, but I'll tell you that on Friday. But also, uh, BetMGM, the bonus code ATOZ Sports for a first bet offer up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses. All right, Sam. So we asked fair or foul. DeAndre Hopkins for the Titans makes the A.J. Brown fallout worse because here is Michael Lombardi one more time talking about that exact topic. By being so you know, reticent about not bringing A.J. Brown back at 25 years old. Now they're forced to sign a 31-year-old who's kind of towards the end of his career who doesn't have the same burst or a big playability that Brown had. And it really looks like it solved the problem. But to me, it, it just amplifies the the situation when you don't do something and you think you have the solution, you make the problem worse. Yeah, I don't think anyone would argue that A.J. Brown is a better player in 2023 than DeAndre Hopkins. However, I guess my only pushback with that would be that Hopkins comes at a much cheaper price, doesn't he? I mean, like Hopkins is still getting decent Not, money, well, but A.J. Brown's at $100 million or whatever over five years. Well, he got $100 million over five years, but if you look at the first two years of the contract, if you look at the payout, the first two years of the contract is, is $32 million in cash. Now, he's got more guarantees, but he's younger. So when you're doing yeah. guarantees, you're saying, how long can he go? So this deal was reported to be $26 million over two. So for $6 million more cash, you could have had A.J. Brown, plus you would have had more guarantees. I'm not sure that's a, that's a, that's a, a bad deal. Like, I, don't think he, I think to me this is a, a deal in the sense I'll push back to your pushback. Like, who are they competing against at these numbers? New England was no way going to be at this number. Kansas City wasn't going to be at this number. They were competing yeah. against desperation. They were competing against their depth chart. They were competing against they don't have a receiver. That's who they were competing against. And and what the Titans were competing against with some new information here in a second, Sam, in a few minutes, uh, probably about 10 minutes from now. But fair or foul, DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans – makes the A.J. Brown fallout worse because that is what Michael Lombardi said. It amplifies it and made it worse that they were not willing to bring back A.J. Brown. The chat is very busy since we asked this question, so I'll send you to the chat fair or foul. Yeah, we're going to try and uh, make it through this as quickly as we can. We got a lot of comments here. Joe is foul. Luman is fair. Will, Stefan, Dylan, Apollo. Luman, what are you doing being fair? Maybe I should block Luman again. Uh, yeah, you just unblocked Luman. Uh, Stefan, Dylan, Apollo, Jabu, Major Keys, Jay, Air, they're all in the, the foul camp. Joe Wild says foul. Uh, we've got a fair from William Jones, Andrew, Joey, Eric, Tighten Up, Eddie, Johnny, William, Scott, all coming in with foul. Ed Champ says it is fair. Nate's Burner says it is foul. Yuri says it's very foul. Scott says foul. Max is fair. Uh, we got foul from Ronnie, from Billy, from Jeff, from Dadson, from Bork, from Danny, from, uh, oh, I like this one, Two Tone Blues. It's a technical foul. It's Love a it. technical foul. Is it a, uh, which what type? Is it a flagrant two where you're ejected, <laughs> or is it, or is it a flagrant one? Now, you know that's. I think it's a flagrant flagrant two. Add a, on the three Stooges comparison that Lombardi said. Flagrant two. Michael Lombardi ejected from the Titans game. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the chat's all over this. We've got a couple fairs here and there. David just came in with a fair, but most people are saying yeah. foul. And Austin, this is foul. This yeah. is so foul. I try. I like Michael Lombardi. I'm going to say that for like, I think he does a really good job on this podcast. Most of the things that he says, I find very insightful uh, and very interesting as a former, you know, executive that has knowledge of how negotiations go and is well plugged in, has a lot of information. So I do like him and I like the podcast, but there's nothing that drives me more nuts than when I see and this was my problem with Richard Sherman mm -hmm. when he was on Thursday night football that one day, when I see a national media analyst being a contrarian, just to be a contrarian, like it feels like you're pushing back on the signing because saying good job by the Titans. They got Deandre Hopkins feels too boring to you. You have to find some problem with it. You have to find something to complain about. You have to find something to mope about. So, Number one, in the tweet, Lombardi said, A.J. Brown being traded forced the Titans to sign DeAndre Hopkins, which is not true. Their current roster and their desperation encouraged them to sign him, led them to sign him, didn't force them to sign him. Number two, uh, I already went over the burst that Brown had in the big playability comment, which I think is accurate to their play style, but not mm -hmm. accurate to DeAndre Hopkins' ability or the Titans' needs this season. I actually think his skill set, given the fact that Traylon Burks is on the roster, might have more of a – you might be better suited for what the Titans need. Also consider if you don't trade A.J. Brown, you don't have Traylon Burks. So the question needs to be – is DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks a better duo going forward than the impact you would have gotten from AJ? You have to ask Good that point. question. Yeah, no, no. So let's, let's, let's pause there for a second. So if the Titans had AJ Brown, who would their second receiver be? I mean, you don't know what they do in the draft this year. You don't know or last what they, year, or, right? Because they could, I mean, it, last year, this year, regardless, like it's kind of a hypothetical that doesn't play itself out, but yeah, but I mean, Keep it. Hold on. Keeping it. Here's, here's where I stand on it. And it, keeping AJ Brown and not trading him to Philly. The Titans still had a significant need at wide receiver. Yeah. I don't, maybe they keep Robert Woods. Like I, maybe it's just, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's it. Cause I forget Robert Woods was traded for when AJ was still, in the plan. Yeah. So you had Robert Woods, but like, is he on the team this year? Yeah. Because then you were going to be paying AJ a lot of money this year and Robert Woods, like 14, like Robert Woods' cap hit pre cut was $14 million. So, but yeah, I mean, the point remains you don't have Traylon Burks. And I mean, I've been pretty vocal on here. I think you have as well. I think Traylon Burks is going to be a 1,000 yard receiver in the NFL. Like, yeah. I, I think he's going to be really, really good. Does that mean he reaches AJ Brown's level? I, not necessarily I, like that's hard to do. AJ's very, very good. He's one of the better ones in the game, mm -hmm. but is having that guy with DeAndre Hopkins more productive than what AJ was? If the answer is yes, you have to feel pretty good about what Rand has done uh, to say it amplifies the problem and makes the problem worse is just complete crap. Like in no way yeah. does signing a top 10 player at a position of need make your problem at that position worse or amplify previous issues Rand Carthon cannot amplify a, jo a John Robinson issue 
Oh, and, and like, why are we talking about this? Like it's the same general manager. Like Thank this you. is a new guy dealt a crap hand that is doing his best to solve the problems in one off season because Mike Vrabel wants to compete at like, so that's why this like infuriates me. Not to mention that uh, we've got, I, I was writing stuff down as I listened to him speak about everything I had issues with. He says, well, for the first two years, 6 million more, you could have had AJ Brown. No, you couldn't have because AJ Brown, the reason he took the lower cap hit in the first two years is because he has all those guarantees and because it's a longer term deal. Mm -hmm. You don't come to AJ Brown and say, hey, AJ, how do you feel about two years, 38 million and have him sign it? He wanted some long term security. So like it's all off base and it, it really resonates with me, though, on the general manager thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ran is not John. Ran did not trade AJ. Ran does not have the same philosophies as John had. He came into a team that needed help at wide receiver and did not have AJ. Ran Carthon could not have had AJ Brown in no scenario. So let's analyze the current GM for who he is and what he's doing and leave past errors by a past regime in the past. Like that. That's so annoying to me that like that is and, and somebody like Rand can't celebrate this win and Titans fans feel like this is a win because national media is like, oh, but you didn't sign AJ when he was actually uh, employed by the San Francisco 49ers at the yeah. time. No, Sam, I, I, uh, 1000% co-sign every sentence that you've said over the last five minutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ronnie Crowder says, preach, Sam, preach. I'm with you. I'm going to add to it. Uh, because remember, Rand Carthon took this job with minus $24 million of cap space and injured highly paid veterans on the roster like Taylor Lewan, Bud Dupree, Zach Cunningham, and Robert Woods. He ends the offseason with a potential future quarterback answer, a chess piece rookie running back in Tajay Spears, a high probability of a 10-year starter on the offensive line in Peter Skaronsky and DeAndre Hopkins. Replacements for defensive players that should be healthy and fit into his scheme. Uh, some other turnover at essential offensive line positions. Not only the future at quarterback, but you keep the large cap hit on your veteran quarterback that gives you the best chance to win. Oh, and they extended Jeffrey Simmons. I forgot about that part too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which look, John Robinson was going to extend Jeffrey Simmons. There was no way he was not going to make that mistake twice in, in two off seasons. But again, like that is the point of why Michael Lombardi's take is so foul is because Rain Carthon is not responsible for John Robinson's mistakes. Rain Carthon and Mike Vrabel are tasked with cleaning it up. And by everything that I just said, flipping the cap space situation, improving the roster, signing free agents on short-term deals where they have opportunities where they're greater than where they were previously to prove themselves. So you've got very motivated veterans. Motivated veterans are massive in the NFL. And then you get a guy in DeAndre Hopkins who I think has got to have some extra chip on his shoulder for being cut after being traded already. And now he's in his third team and he's got to be pissed off for everything. Right. 
And so I think, you know, if you put it all in that of flipping the cap, getting rid of hurt, highly paid vets for motivated vets, a potential future quarterback fix, an offensive lineman who is going to be here for a bit, and DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, damn. Like, look, it happened in a really weird way, right? The motivational speakers always say uh, success is not a straight line. <laughs> it's, and it, it's all over the place. And this offseason was not a straight line either. It was all over the damn place. Well, and it's something Rand said after the draft is we don't have to have the 53 put together till September. So, like, he had actually a very good understanding of the fact that there are moves to be made post-draft into the months of June and July that can really help the Titans. Uh, and so, uh, you know, you have to credit him for that as well. And it was never going to happen in one off season. You can't turn financial ruin with old injured players into a, you know, young competitive contending team with major upside in one off season. But to field the team that I think most people believe is going to at least be competitive in the AFC South, potentially win the AFC South while finding future answers at some of the premium positions and setting yourself up to have money available yeah. next off season is really the three things that you can check off for a first year GM in his first off season on the job no uh, for doing heading into the fall. No doubt. A to Z sports here live on this Wednesday. We've got uh, some new information uh, that we're about to get to about the Titans competition to sign DeAndre Hopkins. So we're going to get to that here momentarily. So new information about the Titans competition to sign DeAndre Hopkins. But first, Krebs Kubota, look, they're leading the competition in the equipment game because uh, Krebs Kubota is an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the mid-state in Franklin, Columbia, and in Murfreesboro. You can check out their website online at KrebsKubota.com. They've got the best equipment in the industry because they have the Kubota line. And the Kubota line, look, they just get the best machines, the best power units, the best implementations, the best everything. But on top of just having Kubota, you've got the warranties that Kubota has that cannot be matched by any other equipment line in the industry. And then Krebs, who's been doing this for nearly two full decades, that takes care of you. So whatever your project is around your home, around your property, big or small, Krebs Kubota can set you up with the right equipment and the maintenance of that equipment to help you achieve whatever you've got going on at your property, whether you just need a new mower, a new trimmer. I actually need a new trimmer. Might have to go see him. And then mine broke last summer. Mm. Uh, I've, been, I've been making do uh, this summer, which has not been great for my back. So maybe I do need to go see our guys, Matt and Jamie again at Krebs Kubota for that. But Krebs Kubota, they can take care of you with whatever you need online at KrebsKubota.com. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app and get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet. If your first bet doesn't win, whatever that first wager is up to $1,000, you get that money back. If it loses with this bonus code, get that second chance to win big with the king of sportsbooks to so make every play mean more with BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Wednesday. We got throwing shade coming up. Uh, I think Sam and I are both excited about our shade. Mine is yeah. self-deprecating of something that happened to me at SEC Media Days yesterday. But we've got new information that is out about the Titans competition to sign DeAndre Hopkins. So, um, so here we go. This was from Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated uh, on Tuesday. Uh, the first blurb here, 
Uh, why did D-Hop pick Tennessee? Easy. The money, right? For the 31-year-old five-time All-Pro, uh, you've got $12 million in base pay and upside of $15 million in the week leading up to opening camp is unequivocally a win at a point when a team's cap and cash budgets are mostly spent. And sure, if Hopkins plays like he has at many points of his career, uh, paying him less than what a lot of good number two receivers will make is a bargain. And, and Sam, on that note, I said yesterday when I was talking with Zach, Zach believes D-Hop is a top 10 receiver. You believe D-Hop is a top 10 receiver. I think he's probably top 12, so he's not far from that. But if you're paying him wide receiver 23 money in the NFL, that's a pretty damn good victory in my opinion. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's what makes the – the debate about whether or not he's overpaid or not a very interesting one, because I think by merit uh, people would look at it and say, no, people would look at what other free agents got like Odell Beckham jr. Somebody I've pointed to all off season. And I would say, see, that proves he's not overpaid, but I think there is something interesting in uh, what Albert Breer is saying. And to some extent, Michael Lombardi actually mentioned it at the back end of that clip where he talks about the competition. And so this from Albert Breer, I find really fascinating. This is Kansas City and New England, Mm -hmm. which he talks about the Chiefs uh, and whether or not the Chiefs would have signed. Hopkins says he thinks they would have circled back and he would have considered taking less to go to Casey or another top contender if the money didn't get closer to what OBJ got prior to camp's opening. They had a deal worked out in April a $4 million base salary with up to $10 million in upside. But Beckham's deal spoiled the well uh, when he got $15 million. It kind of drove the market for Hopkins up a little bit. Uh, and then the Patriots, who were the presumed runner-up, right. were willing to go to a max total of $15 million in 2023. Uh, but more of that was tied to incentives. The Titans gave a larger chunk of that, $12 million in – or sorry, $13 million in – I guess it is a 12 base for this year, but in base salary and 13 million in average annual value. So really you heard Lombardi say it, Austin, the Titans were, were in a, a level of financial offer that no other team was going to touch. They weren't playing in that pool. And so it brings up the argument and the debate. Well, if you're the one team that is bidding above the market, is that are you overpaying for that player? Because every other team is telling you he's valued down here. You're offering up here. Yeah, so an yeah. interesting concept, I guess. And, and so, I, you know, I see uh, Andre and so, several people have had hate towards Buck, but Andre uh, on Super Chat said, speaking of Buck, making that TikTok about Tannehill, but all he did was give highlights of AJ Bowen out, ripping off the scab, Dan, you Buck. But what I was bringing up with Buck is I heard Buck say this, that if DeAndre Hopkins – was available as a free agent. He gets more than March or April. Then yeah, he's, he's he might be the highest paid guy of like, like he might, who was the highest paid? It was Juju and Jacoby Myers and like, yeah, they all got right at the same area, but yeah. Like if, if Jacoby Myers is getting $11 million a year in March, then what is Deandre Hopkins going to get? Yeah. I mean, he's a better, he is better. Like, and, and you know, age. Yeah, sure. He's Speaking older unequivocally. I mean, I love the word un- unequivocally that Albert Brewer used, but 
DeAndre Hopkins is, I don't care how old DeAndre Hopkins is. Jacoby Myers is look a good player. And I'm glad that, you know, I'm always like when players get paid, that's awesome. But I mean, let's be real here. So what market were the Titans playing? Were the Titans trying to view this as the competition of new England in the, in the chiefs, or are they viewing this as, Hey, we have a chance to get DeAndre Hopkins for a lot less than, than he would have if he was available during regular free agency. Damn the market. Let's take advantage of the timing of the opportunity and make sure you get it done. That's yeah, how I, I feel about it. Well, I got somebody made a comment too, like reminding everyone I was willing to give him 20 million a year. I said that on this show, I still would. And, and, and that was because I viewed it as what we talked about, what you just mentioned, which yeah. is what he would have commanded on the open market. I mean, I think of Odell Beckham is getting one year for $15 million. Like I talked about this when the Titans got him, I think it was Monday. We talked about, I'm not sure what, when exactly, but, Odell Beckham had half of the yards per game that DeAndre Hopkins had last season in his last NFL year, which was 2021 before an ACL tear that kept him out of an entire season. And he still gets 15 million over one year from Baltimore with 38, what are 39 yards per game, whatever it is. DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins is at 79 yards per game, which is top 10 in the NFL is around the same age is healthy and coming in like with recent history and a track record of recent success and elite level play. So like, this is, I mean, that matters to me. Like, and so, yeah, I would still go give him 20 million. I think you have to view it when you talk about overpaid as where he would have been in the market. Had you been bidding on him in March? Yeah, um, real quick, uh, Scary Harry asks, uh, what can D-Hop max if he hits all of his incentive markers? We'll talk about that more uh, either Thursday or Friday about you know the, the details of it, but it's up to 32. So it's an extra $3 million per season. Yeah. So it could be a maximum of $15 million this year, which mean, would mean a maximum of what? 17. Six, 17 next year. Yeah, uh, if he's he'll, have four, he'll have 12 in base this year with 3 yeah. million in incentives, 14 in base next year with an additional 3 million in incentives. We'll talk about those incentives and break them down later yeah. this week, like you yeah. said. But two years, 32 is the maximum total value of the contract if he hits those markers. Yeah. And as you mentioned, we'll talk about him. If he hits those markers, it's a great deal. Like, no, so no. You, you want him to get the incentives and get paid extra. All right, quick question for everybody here because we just talked about the new information about um, the the Titans competition for D-Hop. So question now is, is the DeAndre Hopkins Titans contract an overpay, underpay, or just right? So overpay, underpay, or just right? So I think we've got, you know, is it too hot, too cold, or just the right temperature for Goldilocks' porridge there? Uh, so overpay, underpay, or just right for the DeAndre Hopkins Titans deal but first, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, you can get uh, a lot of, you can get over the coverage for under the pay, because that is what Zach did with Farm Bureau Health Plans when he signed up a year and a half ago. Farm Bureau Health Plans allowed Zach to pay 20% less for his health coverage uh, by, and getting a lot more coverage itself 
uh, for Farm Bureau Health Plans, and they do a great job of helping Middle Tennesseans and Tennesseans across the state out. And they've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. It's really easy to start with Farm Bureau Health Plans. You got 200 locations from every nook and cranny of the state. You've also got fbhp.com slash atuz. That's the website to go to to start your plan right there. Uh, and they can help you out whatever your life situation is. If you're uh, self-employed, a contractor like Zach and single like Zach was at the time where you didn't have a lot of great options for health coverage, Farm Bureau Health Plans came in and saved the day and helped them save money for great coverage. Or maybe you're a young adult entering uh, professionalism and you're looking to, to start your health coverage plan and need education and help to start that because it is overwhelming. Farm Bureau Health Plans has all the resources to help you do that. Farm Bureau Health Plans, once again, the website, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,000 back in the form of a bonus bet. If your first bet doesn't win, uh, get your money back, limit your risk. If you don't win with that bonus code, make every game and play mean more. With BetMGM, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Austin, you asked the question, is this just right? Underpay, overpay with the DeAndre Hopkins deal? And the chat is coming with an overwhelming just right. We've got Guy, we got Zachary, Chris, Shug, we got Johnny, Craig, Clayton, Jay, Carl, Maserati, Max, Scott, Otis, Eric, Deborah, Tony. Uh, Kenny says it's about as good as it could get. Ken thinks it's right. Orlando thinks it's right. Trevor, Natalie, Johnny. Air says it's an underpay. Our first underpay. Uh, just right from BG. Nick says it's an underpay, especially for what the market has been saying. Curtis says overpay. He thinks twelve million would have been right, uh, but slight that, overpay. It's like Curtis. right where they twelve million is what they're paying him. Well, so, this year it's an average. You know, if you're going AAV and it's thirteen, right? Yeah, so so maybe yeah. a slight overpay there from Curtis. Uh, Titan Fox, Jr. and B. Jason with the Kansas City Chiefs logo says it's just right as well because it's the market. And uh, Jason's Chiefs logo is exactly why I'm not going to say this is an underpay, Austin. Because okay. I, I would have wanted to. We know how I felt about the OBJ contract and what I've been saying I would give him. But when I see uh, this comment, this sentence in particular about those Kansas City Chiefs, Teams involved felt Hopkins would consider taking less to go to KC or another top contender if the money didn't get closer to what Odell Beckham Jr. got prior to camp's opening. That is an important sentence to me because it shows me that the Titans did everything they needed to in the perfect and most affordable way and gave him an offer that was just right to secure his services and keep him out of Kansas City. Uh, and so for a guy like Michael Lombardi, who says at the end of that video we played earlier, well, who were they competing against at that price? They're competing against their desperation. I think it's nonsense because DeAndre Hopkins, the Kansas City Chiefs have the luxury of being able to offer players like DeAndre Hopkins less money 
and still get him because they want to play with Patrick Mahomes and they want to play for Andy Reid and they want to go win a Super Bowl. So if the Titans were serious about getting D-Hop, you can't play in the same financial pool that the Chiefs are. You mm-hmm. can't play in the same financial pool the Buffalo Bills are. You have to jump the market and you have to meet the asking price to make sure that the Chiefs don't circle back like Albert Breer suggested they might. And, you know, Tennessee did the job. Rand Carthon did the job. They got their guy. So I think this is just the right offer. I really want to say underpay. I do too. I, I really did too. Go say it. Why not? Why not? The Titans are underpaying DeAndre Hopkins. They are, There you go. They I are. love it. They, I mean, they are. The, the Titans are underpaying DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, the guy, look, I think he's top 12. I think there's a lot of really good, young, talented receivers in this league. But, I mean, I just keep thinking Jacoby Myers. When you look at the list – and I, I did a check out my reel on this on yeah. Instagram. I did a reel on the guys that are in the same tier. And we talked about it briefly on the show, oh. but it, it's Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel, Allen Robinson type of wide receiver tier is where DeAndre Hopkins is being paid right now. He's like smack dab in the middle of those guys. So I, I just think a lot. if you, if you, and uh, Curtis asked, what did Myers get? Jacoby Myers got three years, $33 million. So an average of 11 per year where D hop is getting an average of 13 per year. Like, man, I just, I just think I, I just go back and think of timing, right? Opportunity, preparation, luck, all that stuff. It was perfect for the Titans. And we're going to talk about probably tomorrow. If the Titans, called their shot or if they got lucky and which is more true. Cause I think there's a little bit of both, but man, just the fact that they're getting Deandre Hopkins for $13 million a year who next year too, by the way, and next yeah, for two years, it's just really great value. I mean, <laughs> it is really awesome value. We, we talked earlier and again, there are so many like, branch off conversation topics we can have about this it you know i saw earlier we had some people saying that like d hop and burks is greater than aj and woods and you know at you know there's you know, we could that's a lot of that's a fun conversation it's a fun conversation because that's what the top two receivers are this year and it's what the top two receivers would have been last year and maybe this year if aj was not traded and the fact that like DeAndre Hopkins has really had one injury his entire career and he missed six games with a torn ligament. I believe it was two seasons ago. Yeah. AJ Brown last year was a suspension. Like let's keep that in mind. You look at the games played. It was a suspension. Yeah, absolutely. So that's like six games. I think there's maybe, um, I think there's maybe like, three or four other games throughout AJ Brown uh, throughout Deandre Hopkins career with the Texans that he missed one or two games in a season. But when, when I look at AJ Brown and his inability to stay healthy in Nashville of, he missed four games, his third year with the knee injury that it felt like even when AJ was finishing games, it was every time he got tackled the first time of the game. It was everybody. You can visualize it, right? His, his fists on the ground on all fours 
and he's working around like he's like trying to get up care like i just i can see it he catches a slant he runs like 10 yards after the catch first down titans but he gets up and you can see that he's in pain and you know that knee injury is hurting and he had the bone spurs the year before so he missed six games in his second and third year where deandre hopkins has missed like nine in his like eight years like that, that's you know youth is youth but if you're hurt when you're young then hey there's a second derrick rose comp of the of the show yeah and i mean yeah. this is a big year for hopkins because of like this will be the year that he's expected to play a full season like if he gets injured at some point this year you might be point to while he was injured and he's missed he hasn't played a full season in three seasons then you can start to have worries about you know durability and stuff moving forward but I don't really have any reason right now to believe DeAndre Hopkins won't stay healthy with the Titans. So like knock, he, knock on that wood guys. I, I don't think that's a bad knock on wood. He just does. Like you mentioned, he doesn't have the track record of injury. Yeah. That is super prevalent throughout his career. No, Cause again, I think we still have this graphic. Um, yes, we do. Uh, so this was the Julio D hop, right. Graphic that we had prepared. This was the year before they've joined the Titans. Numbers, very similar, right? Julio technically had more yards per game, same amount of touchdowns, uh, but less catches and all that. But Julio got hurt three individual times. Uh, he would play four games, sit out a couple, play four games, sit out a couple, play the game, done, right? D-Hop was suspended for six, played nine, shut down because the Cardinals sucked. And and that that's a big difference in a lingering deal for Julio. And then it can it carried over to Nashville. Yeah. Now, DeAndre Hopkins suspension is done. He has paid his time. He is not carrying that over. It's done. Right. So look, then there's, I see people saying, how did AJ play all 17 with the Eagles last year, man? I don't know. Sometimes you get a fresh start and you just feel better and you go out there and you, you, you play and you don't get hurt. Uh, but you know, there's a, you know, we've been talking for months and over a year about the Titans injuries and, um, players like Roger Saffold go to Buffalo and can stay pretty healthy when they couldn't with a tight. So there's, there's a lot of stuff there, but I, I think it's an overall to, to, to wrap up this conversation. The Titans are underpaying Deandre Hopkins. It's pretty self-explanatory. I, uh, I like your explanation. I don't, I don't really have any, I, I went, I, I could have gone either way on it. So yeah, like just right. I mean, I, Look, I like cold food. Like, if the underpay is the cold porridge, I eat cold pizza. I eat cold pasta. I eat <laughs> oh, cold food all the time. That's kind of gross. Cold, cold pasta. Pizza? Cold pizza is not. Cold pizza good. is amazing. What so many about? people say that. I'm. That's an extra shade that I'm gonna have to throw. Cold pizza. I would rather. I I either eat the pizza when it gets to me at its original temperature, fresh. I don't reheat pizza. Oh, I I think reheated pizza is that's as that's nice no, right there reheated pizza is not good reheated pizza is well look pizza's good right so it, i prefer cold pizza over reheated pizza i prefer original temperature pizza over cold pizza cold pizza is gross there is no i'm <laughs> roger roger you're dead on man there this flashes back to you know my my your age saying my early 20s there's nothing like waking up hungover on a weekend morning and you just go to the fridge and you're like i gotta have something and you're like yes there's a cold slice of pizza in there 
I mean, that's douse. disgusting. No, that is like, exactly what I want. Scary Harry's got it. Microwaves exist. No, like, it's, <laughs> hold on. Time out. And if you're going to reheat pizza, you do not do it in a microwave. I, w- I mean, yeah, you can definitely do it in the oven or a toaster oven. I uh, microwave is fine. They exist for a reason. Man, I kind of so. feel like we should almost like we need to put out. A, this is no, dude. This is a bad take. Cold no, it's not. Pizza is bad. The cheese doesn't melt. The it, you kind of like it's ah, uh, it's just you don't need melted cold pizza. Is yeah, and it's got to be like two tone Malone's right. Like day, like one day removed. Once you get like day two, day three, okay, now you should have eaten the pizza already. Cold pizza is good. I, d- I disagree. All right. So <laughs> I don't know who's on the show next Monday, but I agree that we need to revisit this situation on yeah. Monday. Because All right. All right. I, my shade's too good to pass up. Yeah. I have and to. You're excited about your shade. So we will have to table. And I, I don't know if Zach is going to be on the show Monday or not, but maybe we'll just have to, I don't know. Maybe we'll just talk cold pizza every once in a while just to figure out where people yeah. are at on this run a poll get yeah. the get the let the people answer it all right it is time to throw shade and uh my shade happened to me at sec media days yesterday uh and it was not a good start to my sec media day experience so let's get to it here throw in shade to wrap up our wednesday Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see our friend Payne Bone in Lebanon or check them out online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. So shade to be had and shared today here on the show. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam, do you want to go with your shade or I, my shade is story time. So I, uh, I can go with mine. I so I've got a video to accompany my shade today. I okay. like I'm gonna play you the video and I'm gonna talk about I, chat might disagree with me with this because I go online and I see people very passionately defending the other side of the aisle on this one. And I think it's the dumbest argument and dumbest thing maybe that adult people do that is like a common courtesy so i'm gonna play this video i saw this on tiktok i'll explain after i'm only paying for what's on the check i'm not splitting the bill shawty that's crazy you expect us to split the bill you got lamb chop you got steak look at all that look at what all they got they talking about splitting the bill what did you come out for what did you come out for So there's my shade video. This is a birthday dinner with a $4,600 bill and the birthday person and some of uh, her friends and some of the people that were on the other side of it were expecting an even split of the bill. The two guys that you see yelling are saying, I didn't order all that. Why would I split it? You're you're getting lamb chops and wine and uh, I didn't order all that. Why would I split the bill? I think this is the stupidest thing. And I did hear maybe this video could have been staged, but the argument still stands. Yeah, yeah. I see people saying all the time, go out to dinner. You split it evenly, no matter what. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. Shade on anybody that does that. Shade on anybody that has that opinion. 
just pay for what you order. It's not hard. It's not a difficult concept. You go out to dinner with a group. If you want to go ahead and get lobster with caviar and lamb chops and a big bottle of like expensive wine, be my guest. I'm not splitting that cost for you if that's something that you are ordering for yourself. If you go with a group and you guys order as a table and you're like appetizers, different things like that, you split it down the middle. Totally cool. I get it. But if you're all kind of doing your own thing, why would you want somebody paying less and getting off scot-free and somebody paying more? Like, this is so stupid. I don't get it. Yeah. Shade on anybody that has that, like, viewpoint. It Like, it doesn't make any sense to, like, if you order the most expensive meal-drink combo at your dinner and expect everybody to split it evenly so that you pay less than what you actually ordered you're a bad person. Like I shade yeah, on you. I, I do agree with you on that. And I did see uh, uh, Jacob says even splitting is just greedy people wanting others to help pay for their extravagant. Choices. That's exactly what it is, man. Like, so, thank you, Jacob. It, Eric is also right. I think there's a lot of nuance to this because I, you know, whenever I go out to, uh, to dinner with a group, it's usually a group that I know pretty well. And so, we're there together. Usually somebody's in town or whatever, and it's, and it's a different occasion. We're not going to get, you know, all like been out of shape over like some people having a little bit more of a expensive dinner or not. Like we're there for the experience with each other. So we'll just split it. And it's fine. But then there are situations to where like alcohol is different, right? Cause some people don't drink. Some people do drink. Right. I'm a volume drinker. I tend to have, I tend to be one drink ahead of the majority of people at the table just because that's, that's just how I go. Uh, mm -hmm. And then also, you know, I'm vegetarian. My, my, my dinners are cheaper than your dinners. And so there's also that too, but you know, my alcohol uh, uh, tempo kind of outweighs that. So, yeah, it, I was just like, I, I was just St. Pete Sam for a little bit. Right. And okay. when I was St. Pete Sam, we went out to a lot of dinners with a group of people that, uh, you know, I was in Florida with and at no point, even if they came back and said, hey, we've got it on one check at no point would everybody and anybody in my group have looked at each other and said, all right, let's just split it down the middle. Yeah. Like you look at the receipt, you figure out what you ordered, whoever takes it on their card, you pay them for it. You probably throw them a couple extra dollars for, you know, Venmo and for doing it, whatever it is but you pay for your own stuff and everybody's just on their own. Like, I don't get why we had to overcomplicate something mm -hmm. that I feel like is very simple. I think, uh, you know, that comment earlier was right. I think it's just people that are trying to make extravagant choices, being greedy and being like, Oh, we can all split this. No, we yeah. can't. You wanted that for yourself. You better pay yeah. for it. Yeah. Ideally, um, you know, individual checks is the way to go, but some restaurants don't fly that way. So look, I get it. No big deal. Uh, but your, your, your shade is fair. So Sam, my shade is how my sec media days experience started yesterday. So look, I, I feel like sec media days into for me is better when I go to somewhere, Atlanta or Hoover or whatever, and I'm there and I'm doing it all. And I can't just come home or leave or whatever. Right. I could rather be at the hotel go up and down the elevator, do what I got to do and get my job done uh, there. Right. So 
with media days, I have to drive then because of the construction downtown, they have a parking garage and then they shuttle to take you to the media days hotel. So I'm sitting there after I parked, it's around 1 PM. It's hot outside. And the guy says, that's ah, this first shuttle just left seven minutes or so. The next shuttle will be back. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go around the corner of a building to get in some shade so I can see my phone, get some stuff done on my phone while I'm waiting on the next shuttle. All of a sudden from out of nowhere, I'm getting doused in water and I'm like, what? I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. I can't figure out where it's coming from. And then I, I run away from the building corner and I look around and there's a guy washing windows on the outside of the building with like a 50 foot pole hose. And he's, and he had no idea it was over there. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Was he above you? No, he was on the sidewalk. Like I was just around the corner from him on the sidewalk, oh. and and he and he's like, oh my god, I didn't see you, and I'm like, what the hell? And, I'm, <laughs> and I and I'm sitting here going like, is there soap in this water? Because if there's soap in this water, I gotta go home. I haven't even gotten on the damn shuttle yet. I gotta go home. And so I look at the guy. I'm like, is there soap in this? And he's like, no, nah, man, you're good. And he goes, it's the cleanest water you'll ever come across. I promise. I was like, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, man, you're good. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, all right. So then I walk back over and the guy who's like running the shuttle thing is just like, you good? <laughs> and I'm like, my hair's wet. Like the back of my shirt and pants are wet. I'm like, yeah. How much longer do you think the shuttle is going to be here? Cause I hope I can dry off. <laughs> and so luckily uh, I got cooled off in the heat and then it did dry pretty quickly, but I think that shade... guy lied to you. He was washing windows with no, soap. No, there was no soap. There was no soap. It was good. Oh, Okay. It was all good. Why is he not? Why is he washing windows without soap? That's, That's that was another follow-up. I'm like, well, again, the cleanest <laughs> water you've ever find. Uh, this this side of the Mississippi, I have no idea. Yeah, but it scared the crap out of me. I didn't know what was happening. I just got dunked with like it felt like a bucket of water on the top of my head, just <laughs> standing just, on the sidewalk. Just minded your own. You like, did it start raining? Is there a sprinkler somewhere? It, but yeah. it was not like a rain. It was just like a whoosh. It was somebody. Were you dressed all fancy? You probably just in t-shirt, right? Like a nice. I had my A to Z polo on. I had like pant, like like slacks on. Media days, kind of a dressed up, you know, professional thing. I had my glasses on. Unless you're Buck. Yeah, unless you're Buck. Well, Buck doesn't do me. Buck has no idea what he's doing at media days. You know, Buck gets Ben Jones to come join him on the radio because he doesn't know how to talk about Georgia football without Ben Jones there. But that, no, and and Buck will tell you that to your face. Uh, but yeah, Buck has I, no idea. What I've never resonated with something more Buck because I see all the SEC media stuff and Buck tweeted something. Uh, Teresa said, Teresa Walker said something to him about like, hey, could at least wear pants. Kind of a big deal this week, you know? And he said, I could not care less about any, I could not physically care less about anything less than I do this week. And I really appreciated that because I think SEC fans need to be put in their place sometimes. So uh, I, I enjoyed that out of Buck just being like, Hey, uh, I don't care about SEC stuff right now. So, yeah, I do. Uh, but not after, you know, I was, I was, oh man, when I got, I was freaking out and I was like, what the hell I'm soaking wet and I'm going to have to go home. But I, I dried up and, uh, you know, at least it's kind of a funny story now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my shade. Avoided disaster. Near Avoided disaster. disaster. That, yeah. Yeah. I had like, I couldn't see, like my glasses were all like messed up cause they were just water everywhere. Uh, so, and then it did rain and then I got wet, you know, when I left there too. So, uh, 
interesting start to SEC Media Days, but hey, we'll have a lot of coverage on our social media and our website for SEC Media Days uh, throughout the end of the week as the balls are there on Thursday. So I'll be back on Thursday. Uh, but hey, great show here on this Wednesday as well. Uh, make sure you throw the show a thumbs up on Facebook and on YouTube. Give us that like because it helps us out. Buck Rising, live for Media Day today on 104.5 The Zone, but also live tonight talking more Titans, DeAndre Hopkins reaction on A to Z Sports Primetime at 8 p.m. Central. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Thursday. Uh, have a great rest of your Wednesday. Appreciate it as always.